Hey everyone, welcome back to the Castaway Consultants where we teach future star players how to play the game by criticizing current players. And today we watched episode 7 of season 41, which is basically just episode 6 part 2 because someone finally got voted out, spoilers, uh, which is titled There's Gonna Be Blood. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Stacy. I'm your resident Survivor superfan who knows everything there is to know about Survivor and I'm gonna prove that tonight because I'm a genius. I'm joined by my two fabulous co-hosts who don't know as much as me. Derek Kubitschek and Josh Wessler. How are you guys doing? Oh, fantastic. I'm doing a lot better tonight than I was last week. If you listen to last week's episode, I know that a lot of us were pretty negative. We had positive moments, but the overall sheen of our voice and our opinion was was certainly uh, more muted, if not a little bit darker. I hated last week. Uh, so... I'm I I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, so I'm I'm happy. I'm good. I'm here. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm at a really weird stage. I think just because last week I didn't. I think I actually said on the podcast that I liked ninety percent of the episode. There's just ten percent of it that overrode all the rest just because of a twist. But other than that, I actually enjoyed the majority of the episode, and that that makes it feel weird just going into this week because even though we have all these advantages in play that are maybe ruining the episode. I felt so entertained the entire time, and it felt wrong to be entertained, because there was so much going on, and I was so excited to see how it unfold, but I want to be clear that it still didn't feel like Survivor. You know what else is fun, Josh? Heroin. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I, I compare this episode to, to heroin. I'm sure it's very entertaining to do heroin in the very short term. Long term, it's going to ruin your life. This episode of Survivor was pretty entertaining in the short term. Long term, it's going to ruin Survivor. Keep us going this way. I did not like this episode very much. It had a few great moments, one in particular. But for the most part, I was just annoyed with all the advantage. Because that's all this this was. This was advantage time. You know, we actually got our first previously on Survivor this season where all they did was show us all the advantages. I'm like, who gives a crap? This sucks. <laughs> so there were entertaining moments in this episode. This is way better than the last times, but overall, I'm I'm pretty I'm 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 more negative on the episode than positive. They need to start giving us like little RuneScape inventory screens so that we can see what every player has. You know, fake idol, real idol, this advantage, yeah. that advantage, double advantage, disadvantage. I mean, to be fair, they do say it at the bottom. Oh, of- I, I I know they added that a couple seasons back, and that was a good addition. But it was also you know nice at the time when it was only a few things, and they were starting to add yeah. more. But now it's everything all the time. Production, if anyone, anyone on production is listening to this podcast, and you should be, don't learn the wrong lesson by hearing me say that I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed watching everything you put into the game fail to uh, achieve its primary directive. And I know that there are interviews out there of Jeff and others saying, oh yeah, well, you know, you can do this in this scenario, and there's a counter to that scenario, and look at all of... Look at all of everything that could happen. Yes, but it's forced. You're forcing it yep. to happen. So don't learn the wrong lesson and think, haha, we love it when twists don't work. It makes for a great episode. It makes for a great episode because we love watching you fail. Yeah. It's, it's not about the contestants. It, it, it should be about the contestants. So yeah, stop yeah. making it about you. The one thing that I liked from this episode a lot was the fact that one of these BS twists failed spectacularly. And that's not because I liked the TV moment. I liked production's BS not working out the way they intended. That's what I liked. Screw you guys. Screw Jeff. Do better. Production. You're, you're bad at this show. You're, you're bad at it. Do better. Anything else before we jump into this episode? I think everything that needs to be said. Nope. Episode 7 begins with an immunity challenge. Because last time we saw Hourglass Island with uh, Erica. Great. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Oh my god. What a shocker. Erica broke the hourglass. And we basically, we got confirmation if she breaks it. 
she gets immunity. So yeah, by I the guess, way, good good clarification. Just because I think that's where we left off yep. was was more. Eh, it could go either way. But I think we all very firmly landed on if you are safe by breaking this. Yes, Erica made the right move breaking this. Yeah, and this is not Erica's fault that this is a completely no, no, no. ridiculous twist. If I'm Erica, I break this hourglass a thousand times out of a thousand. <laughs> we were talking about odds last week. Now nah, you break it a thousand times yeah, out of a thousand. If you get immunity, you break it. Just guarantee it. You know, everybody else can die mad about it. Yep. Erica did the right thing. So she's immune, and she flips the history of the game on its head and gives immunity to Tiffany, Xander, Heather, Shan, and... Liana? Liana. That's right. So now the other six, which is Danny, Deshaun, Nasir, Sydney, Ricard, and Evie have to compete for immunity. It's the one where you balance blocks with your feet, which low-key... This might be the challenge I, I might actually be the best at. I think I'd, if, if I had to compete in every single immunity challenge, I think this is the one I could win. Think even with your foot still? Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pre-breaking my foot, I think I would 100% destroy this challenge. Now, I'm a little less confident, especially because you have to use both feet for the last thing. Yeah. If I could do it all with my left foot, I think I'd be good because I have like amazingly dexterous feet. But nowadays, uh, damn you, golf cart. You know what I just remembered? Who was that uh, that contestant a couple seasons back who only had one leg or two? There's been a few. That's been the case. But uh, I think you're thinking of Chad. Am I thinking you're thinking Vanuatu? of like two? Yeah, you're thinking of like season like ten or yeah, something. You're thinking yeah. of season nine, Vanuatu Chad. Yeah. Okay. Man, he would have had a hard time with that challenge. Yeah. Don't be jerks, Survivor. If you ever have another amputee on the show, <laughs> don't do this challenge. Like no, just don't do it. As funny it. as it would be, it would also be sad. In, in fairness, Chad did great on the balance beam. Yes. It was Chris who sucked at the balance beam. <laughs> but anyway. So we go back to camp. Ricard's won immunity. Deshaun, Danny, Sydney, Ricard, and Shan, they're all talking about voting out Evie because Nasir's got the idol. They don't want to risk it, so they just get rid of Evie. Perfect. Great. Totally, totally good with it. Deshaun had that moment with her on Adventure Mystery Island, but he's like, screw it. We'll get rid of Evie. Great. Yeah, no one to cut ties. I want to say, like, with every merge episode, I'm, I'm a big proponent of this. Just get through it. Like, ideally, if you can make it somebody go home that you would like to go home. Ideally, it's somebody you've never met, never worked with at all. Like, that is the best case scenario you go to someone you have no relationship with. Or a negative relationship with, but hopefully you don't have one of those. That's the goal. But more importantly, make it through. It's going to be crazy, probably. It's going to be chaotic, probably. More so than ever with season 41. Just make it through. So I give everybody credit for making it through. It doesn't matter if you lose an ally here. You made it through. It also doesn't matter if you waste an, uh, an advantage. Yeah. This is the time. Yep. This, this is when I would feel the most confident in just being like, yep, I'm going to toss this out here if it doesn't work. Oh, darn. I made the merge. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing to remember is that we came in with three tribes to this merge as well. If it was two tribes and let's say that one tribe was up five to four, you know, just getting through it if you're one of the four, it's a little bit different scenario. Yeah. So in this particular case, especially season 41 and advantage getting and everything out there. And by the way, everyone knows yep. that everything is out there. Like there's no skeletons in closets here. Just get through. Just get through it. Don't be the don't be the Suri who ends up yep. the only one at tribal not immune. Yes. Danny tells Liana about the whole conversation to get rid of Evie. Liana's kind of upset about it because Evie's your ally. She goes to talk to Shan about it, and Shan just, like, instantly convinces her to flip on her old tribe. Not great, Liana. <laughs> Too soon for that. Uh, you did not put up much of a fight, it seemed like. You know, I know she has this... Now she's got uh, she, Shan, Danny, and Deshaun, because they're all black. They made an alliance. Okay, great. But on the same note, you've been on the same tribe for, what, like, two days? You've been on the same tribe with Evie since the beginning of the game. Yeah, it's a really easy way to be at the bottom of a foursome. Yeah. And again, Shan doesn't know these people either, but Shan is, is desperate. She has, like, no one else to work with. 
Liana, you probably have more pull than I feel like you think you do, but Liana's 20, Shan's in her early 30s, it feels like Shan's kind of the alpha, but Liana has more game connections than Shan does. And and I want to give some props here. I, this is reading between the lines, but I think that Danny and Deshaun had more pull in choosing Evie than otherwise because Liana could have just stolen Nasir's idol and they could have voted him out. Yep. But Deshaun and Danny want to keep men around yep. so that they're not outnumbered by women. This was not highlighted in this episode, but I'm just going to go ahead and infer that that's one of the big reasons because yeah. Evie is basically the only target that's not in that newly formed alliance at that point. But to be fair, Nasir also has an idol. Yes, so, right, but Liana, but Liana could have stolen it. Yeah, Liana you know? could have stolen it. Because they were talking about gaming Xander's idol away from him so that he couldn't protect Evie rather than just like, I don't know, I don't want to call it picking the low-hanging fruit, but I mean, this is basically an idol nullifier on steroids where instead of like choosing your target, you know, you can, and playing it on that person, you can play it on anyone at any time. But the easiest way to use it would be like, hey, we really want Nasir to go home tonight. Ask him if he has an idol. Ask him if he has an advantage and take it from him. Then you know that he's vulnerable. What I liked about this episode from their gameplay is this was kind of like a giant game of spin the bottle or Russian roulette, whatever, what have you. You know, this is crazy. This is chaotic. The whole game is spinning. It's going to land on somebody. Somebody's going to be out of the game. And basically people keep dropping information bombs and telling people stuff to keep that thing spinning. Like, oh no, it's slowing down. I don't like where that's going to land. Let's spin it again. It's like that game of quarters where you flick the quarter to keep it spinning. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, people keep on flicking that quarter and we keep going and it's going to land on somebody, but you know, if you don't like where it's going, might as well keep adding more chaos to the fire. Mm-hmm. Like, if, yeah, it, you know, a simple vote where you go home is not great. You know, you'd rather have a chaotic vote where you go home. Mm-hmm. Xander, Tiffany, and Evie talk out playing the idol on Evie. Holy crap, they want to take out Deshaun because he's got the best social game of the people who are not immune, and they want to work with Sydney in the future. So the plan is to go to Deshaun, and at this point, I was like, yes, give Tiffany the idol because Liana will play the knowledge is power thing on either Xander or Evie, and no one will suspect Tiffany. Boom, called Mishat. <laughs> hey, broken clocks are right twice a day, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it was really at this point where I saw the whole... Sydney vote coming a little bit more just because she's been a little more under edited. She's got a ton of confessionals. She's got some great confessionals. But it feels like she isn't being like touted as like this big survivor player as much as like Deshaun and Evie have. And when those were the two names that were being tossed on, I'm like, what? How? How would it be one of these two people going home? Yeah, with Sydney, I feel like the edit is given. She's she's been able to give us a lot of like tribe dynamic exposition but not a whole lot about her strategy yeah. within mm-hmm. Luvu. But then again, Luvu also hasn't had to do anything. And by the way, it shows. Man, I feel kind of bad for Sydney. She didn't get to vote in her entire time in Survivor. Oh, <laughs> bring her back. Bring her back. No, Sydney was great. I was kind of bummed she went home. She was really fun. Tiffany tells Evie about Liana's knowledge is power. Idol steal advi- uh, advantage. And Evie tells Xander and so like, "Oh, well, I guess we don't trust Liana anymore." Good read. Fair. A hundred percent. And I just want to go on record now. After the episode was over and all this chaos ensued, I said, this is all Shan's fault. This is all Shan's fault. Shan blew up Liana's spot bad. This is all Shan's fault because Shan did not need to out Liana's advantage in front of Tiffany, especially if Shan had no intention of having any kind of long-term connection with Tiffany. It doesn't make any sense because Tiffany was never in her tribe. What was Shan thinking? Well, here's the, here's the thing, though, is that Shan comes up 
perfectly clean yeah. from this. It's someone's going to get voted out who's not in her alliance. A ton of advantages get played. Hers doesn't get played. She doesn't play any of hers. And now she continues being in the alpha position compared to Liana because Liana has nowhere else to go. Shan's kind of like one of those cartoon characters like Jerry from Tom and Jerry who walks into a situation, causes a ton of chaos, walks are completely unscathed and everything's blowing up behind her. You know, Tom is Liana going, what? The house is burning down. <laughs> Jerry, what did you do? Liana, what did you do? Shan, what did you do? That, that episode of SpongeBob comes to mind. SpongeBob, you can't always expect my usual yep. brand of stupidity. <laughs> but yeah, now Shan, uh, just like, yeah, I'm fine. Liana's not. So Xander realizes, oh, everyone knows about my idol. Well, time to use it as a sword instead of a shield. <laughs> right move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one of those things, that, especially if you know about the Knowledge Power Alliance. Great. And the person who has it knows you have an idol. Doesn't matter anymore. Go nuts with it. Swing it around. You know, whip it out and swing it around. <laughs> well, I mean, or whip out the fake one, you know, because you don't want people to, yep. you know, tell the... But I love the confessional with Xander where he's like... I don't really care who knows about my idol. Everybody already knows about my idol. Who cares? <laughs> I, I love how much he just also just aired out Liana's dirty laundry, yep. too. It was That was really satisfying, just because it's like, I'm just going to do it right back. He goes to Danny, he's like, yeah, yeah, don't even bother voting out Evie. I mean, go ahead, but she's going to be safe. Uh, also, <laughs> Liana's got a knowledge of power. Do it that way, you will. Okay, bye! <laughs> <laughs> she's not telling you everything, either. <laughs> And so Danny goes to Liana and it's like, hey, Xander said all this stuff. Don't, don't freak out, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Liana, congratulations. You've burned those bridges. Yep. Good job. And you're also seeming sneaky to the other people who yep. don't know about this in your quote unquote alliance. No one should trust Liana. No one should trust anybody, but no Except one Shan. should. Shan. I'd say it's Shan can just because it okay. seems so yeah. transparent and obvious that it's just you two right now. So Liana tries to go to Xander and Evie and play it cool. Like, guys, it's, it's chaos. What are you, you going to do with the idol? How do you do, fellow alliance members? <laughs> <laughs> and Xander's like, oh, I'm playing it for Evie. It's cool. And I puts it in his pants. It's all good. It walks away. <laughs> I I can't understand why Liana would buy this. Like she heard Xander's name come up directly from Deshaun that this was gonna happen. I I, I don't understand how she is fooled by this. What if it was edited out of order? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no, this is not great for Liana. Not a great look. Xander and Evie have confessionals. Like I don't trust her. At all she's sketchy as hell. <laughs> it's, it's so great. And we'll get to the big, like, genius reveal at the end. But, uh, yeah, this is just setting it up just perfectly. Mm -hmm. Liana tells Deshaun Yase is coming for him. So Deshaun's like, uh, okay, so they're going to play an idol on Evie. That means I go home. Let's get rid of Sydney. Yeah. You know, you don't want to get rid of Danny because he's your closest ally. You don't want to get rid of Nasir because, A, he's got an idol. B, he's one of the men. Yep. Bye, Sydney. You know, I know she's your alliance member, but... There's no one else left. Like, that's a best-case scenario at that point if you have nothing else that you can use to get Evie out. And he had no reason to believe that he could. And reminder, Xander and uh, Tiffany are safe. Yeah, reminder, so, there's only five vulnerable people right now. Yeah. Everyone tries to talk Deshaun out of it, but it's going to work out for Deshaun. Hey. It's, it's kind of like the, the planting the seeds. You, you might not need it, but just in case something you know crazy happens with advantages later at Tribal, you can be like... Hey, remember when we talked about Sydney earlier? Let's go with that. I do think it's really funny that twice in one season we've had a scramble where someone's like, no, 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 this is the only way that I remain safe is if we do this. 
Tiffany and Deshaun basically, I mean, corporate asked me to find the difference in these two pictures. <laughs> it's the same thing. And it worked out for Tiffany. Deshaun's was a little more understandable motive-wise. Oh, oh, I get it. And also way more chaos at yeah. the time. Whereas Tiffany's was completely fueled by paranoia. You know, Deshaun's sticking his hand in, in uh, the quarters game and flicking it again. Because yeah. he's coming towards him. He's like, nope, let's do that again. <laughs> and that's basically all this episode is until the halfway point where we go to tribal council. With 25 minutes left. I did not realize that we were going to basically be watching an entire episode of, like, Maury or, like, the Ellen DeGeneres show yep. or something. We get a whole talk show at the end. So, Evie is talking about how close she and Xander are, and Xander's going to play the idol for her, and it's going to be great. And Deshaun throws Evie right at the bus. He's like, oh, we were on Adventure Island together. You told me he had an idol, and you wanted to take him out, and he didn't have a vote. So, Xander, bro, you probably aren't as close as you think you are. Just keep flicking that quarter, buddy. Which, I wonder, is that part of the reason Xander is like, hey, Tiffany, don't play the idol? I absolutely believe that. I, at the time, I was saying, like, right after, you know, it, it worked out, right? You know, not to get ahead of ourselves. Yep. But Xander can basically go to Evan and be like, you know, I'd like to say that I'm sorry, but how about we're even? Yeah, all you got to do is we get back to Bam, nuts with Evie. No, you can't fully trust her, but hopefully you can work with her still. Yeah, you might not be able to fully trust her, but there's still like an army coming for Yasa yep. right now. And so. you have an idol still in your pocket. And you have no one else that you can actually trust, so it's kind of just like, y you gotta respect her for playing the game and just move on. Yep. Uh, move on, because that's all you guys really have. You, you have <laughs> each other and Tiffany. But still, great play by Deshaun yep. to air that now, especially in this mm. in these in these waning moments. Flick in the quarter. Yep, just flick the quarter. Liana plays the knowledge of powers advantage on Xander. And Xander's like, I don't have an idol. Here's a fake one, though. Because he had stood up, and he's like, yeah, I got the idol right here. Yeah, it's all good. We're all great. And this is why I can't believe that she bought it. Like, this seems so, so, so obvious. Now, the next runner-up choice of who she could have chosen would have also been wrong. Yeah, Evie. Because Xander's making too much of a show out of it. Play the knowledge power advantage on Evie. But Xander gave not only his idol, but his extra vote advantage to Tiffany. Boom! And we get a flashback, and I'm just feeling so proud of myself. Called it. This is why I, I, I know everything about Survivor, guys. I actually didn't see that he uh, uh, gave her the extra vote, too. He did. Huh. And wonder why. Might as well. I mean, if, you, if you're going to do something big, you might as well. Because what if Liana says, like, oh, you know, maybe they didn't know if it was, do you have an idol or an advantage? Because they didn't have the exact yeah. wording. So uh, he felt like he's like, I don't want anything yeah. in my pockets when she comes okay. at me with the yeah. question. Okay. I like it. So plan has failed. Knowledge is power advantage is dead. This was the moment I was talking about. LOL production, get wrecked, this didn't work, and don't ever bring this back. And honestly, it made me feel a little bit validated, because a couple weeks ago when we talked about knowledge is power, I compared it to the spy in Stratego, where basically, like, everything defeats it, but it can beat, like, a super idol, you know, in the right circumstance. It falls completely powerless here, because there was a pretty simple counter just to pass the power between alliances. Yep. The spy got taken out by a two. The spy got taken out by a one. <laughs> I mean, just, just by a scout. Like, oops. <laughs> so guess what? It's live tribal time. Absolute chaos. Uh, th honestly, it, it annoyed me a little bit. This is probably my least favorite part of the episode is like, oh, chaos ensues while well, those five can just like get up and stand in a corner and yep. pick a new target. I'm not the biggest fan of that. We had an afternoon to scramble. Go to plan B now. Yeah. I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to get out of your seat. You're just locked in. Give me seatbelts. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I don't really have that much of an issue with it just because it adds an extra layer to the game and it becomes so, 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 so obvious where the lines are drawn. Sure. Where it's like, here are six or I don't even know how many, nine people 
who are and who end up all huddled up together. Meanwhile, here's the other four. And the, and and then that's it. Yeah, they don't even need to do coconut chop anymore. During the thing, uh, Evie does tell Nasir Deshaun is coming for him. Great try, didn't work, but it was a good try. I liked it. What's gonna happen is uh, the 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 big group because it really turns into everybody versus Evie, Xander, and Tiffany, the Asse three, you know, Leona jump shipped, and then Sydney. Surprise, Sydney. <laughs> um, and they're talking about, hey, should we do you know split the votes for an Evie four at Sydney? And that's what's going to happen. They, they, they figured out a vote split during a live tribal. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And so what, what ends up happening, Deshaun gets his extra vote, and he's going to play it. Play both of them on Evie. Sydney is going to play her shot in the dark. She's not safe. Uh, doesn't work out for her. Tiffany is about to play the hidden immunity idol on Evie. Xander tells her not to. And Tiffany's like, hey, it's Xander's idol. So. Yeah, Ev- Evie is, as she should be, arguing against it, basically like, come on, Tiff. I need it. Please, just and begging. I love how Tiffany's like, yeah, Xander. <laughs> yeah, just just push it off of your responsibility so you're not the bad guy. And Xander, hey, you know, to his credit, he keeps his idol and like, oh, if he loses Evie, maybe she wasn't as trustworthy as he thought. And if you don't lose Evie, great. And I, I love this play because I think regardless, let's say Evie does go home. Sounds to me like Sydney might be looking for a new home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, Sydney might want to stick with Luvu, but she knows where she stands on that tribe. She'll be now. loyal. Uh, you're going to lose one of those two, it looks like. So. so, you might as well keep your idol so that you can maybe use that on yourself when there's no threat of the knowledge's power advantage. Because now Xander's like, cool, this is kind of a freebie through the next one if I yep. want. I mean, you know, maybe not in Survivor 41. Probably play it next time, though. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, Everyone knows you have it. So. I, I low-key love Xander's decision because, you know what, he was, he was reassuring Evie. Yep. But in honesty, he didn't know. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think at this point, if you're in that big of like a minority group of people, you got to look after number one. Yeah. It ends up being five votes for Sydney, four for Evie, three for Deshaun. Sydney's like, oh, I shouldn't have played my uh, shot in the dark. And then she could have... You know, voted for Evie and forced to tie. Uh, and then she probably would have survived. They probably would have knocked out Evie. But, like, I can't really fault her for playing the shot in the dark in this type of chaos. Absolutely not. Given that her name was being thrown out by her alliance and she was forced to have discussions with the people that she thought she was voting out at the beginning of Tribal, you can't blame her. No. You can't get mad at her at all. And and she, you know, being, I think, the strategically minded, very analytical type of person that she is, she's going to say, ugh, could have survived one more. But... No, take matters into your own hands, roll the shot in the dark, not safe, obviously, but flick the wor- quarter. worth the shot, flick the quarter, try and pass the buck one more time. I will say one thing I wish that would I would have seen happen, I wish that old Yasa, or I should say like the new Yasa minus Liana, I think they should have put all their votes on Sydney. I think that would have been a maybe smarter play for them, but I also kind of like the idea of like keeping that bridge unburned in case they do want to work with Sydney and yeah. she does make it through Tribal. So my question for you guys... Did the right person go home? <laughs> At the end of the night, you know, I think that Sydney going home did the least damage, given the situation to everybody at hand, except Sydney. So I'm going to say yes, but please note that that is accented with the laugh that I gave at the beginning of my answer. It's basically a, hey, anyone but me. If you didn't go home, the right person went home. Now, I actually think that this is the best case scenario for basically everyone, too. Like, you got you got rid of the bottom person in, in your alliance if you're Luvu. Maybe excluding, like, Erica. And if you're the uh, Yase 3, none of you guys went home. Uh, so, yeah, you're now just the three of you against the rest. But it could have been Evie to go home, and that probably would have been a little bit worse. 
So I say if it had been Sydney, Evie, or Deshaun, it doesn't matter who goes home. If one of them goes home, it's the right move because everyone else is still in the game. But of those three, I, I still think it's the right person to go home because she's the least connected to everybody else. So therefore, it does the least amount of damage, like you guys said. So yeah, I like it. I'm gonna miss Sydney. I liked her a lot. She's great confessionals. Bummer to see her go. And overly screwed. She at one point she got immunity, made the merge, and is now not even gonna make the jury. Put her in the group of people like with uh your Michelle Yi from Survivor Fiji. Your Devin Pinto. Devin Pinto, your Aaron Riceberger from Survivor China. Most screwed survivors of all time. Sydney Seagal is in that category, I think. Yeah, we need we do need a season with all of these people. Yeah, bring Please. them back. They deserve to play. Again. Second chances too. And also, yep. Sydney, I love you on Twitter. Retweeting your haters is hilarious. I don't care if some people get the wrong vibe from that. I think it's really funny <laughs> and empowering. Wow, she has a funny personality. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Sydney's great. So we have a poll that we ask every week on Twitter: Did the right person go home? Josh, how did that go on Twitter? A good old sixty-nine percent said yes. Nice. Nice. So most people are with us on this. That's basically anyone but me. Good job, Twitter. You got it right this time. And that might just be because Twitter... I, I've seen some negative sentiment toward Sydney on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely unwarranted and totally. undeserved in my opinion, but I'm also not like going but through Sydney's every tweet. So. Not surprising, I will say. Oh, yeah, no. fair enough. For the record, I want to put this out there. I loved Sydney. I thought she was great on the season, and I'm sad to see her go. Me too. Okay, so let's get into Best and Worst Player of the Episode. Finally, we didn't do this last week, so we're taking everything from both episodes, combining it into one... Best and worst player of the episode. Josh, who do you got? Uh, this this took forever just because I had to think about all the stuff that went on last episode. There's there's actually a lot of positives that I think you could pull from both episodes. Ultimately, I'm going to land on Xander just because of how well he executed everything. The fib about the, the idol perfectly. He spread the information about Liana's advantage after... You know, it started to creep up perfectly. Yeah, there are other people who are part of that, so I want to be able to, like, give them credit, too. It wasn't all Xander, but he was the one who actually, like, executed it really well. And I think he benefited the most from it, because uh, he still does have an idol in his possession. Technically, I think Tiffany has to give it back yep. to him, but I'm just going to assume that it's still his. It's still there. It's still in their alliance. Yeah. Uh, I agree completely, Xander, everything you just said. The only thing that I'm going to add is something that Xander actually mentioned in this episode. I, I, mine is Xander as well. He did say that he always had a funny feeling that Liana would not stick with them. For whatever reason, he was right about that. So the fact that he had already brought Tiffany in and, you know, confessed that he had the idol or the advantage or both and had that going into this completely crazy situation, there was enough trust to get you through this absolutely crazy tribal. So pretty much last episode notwithstanding, everything he did in this episode warrants best player. And I would like to, the I was actually having a little bit of trouble, so I'm going to give it uh, an honorable mention to Tiffany just because mm -hmm. of the way that she reacted when she was a part of the conversation with Shan and Liana regarding the advantage and how she took that, realized what was going on, and went and turned it on Liana herself. So I want to yeah. give her a lot of credit for that. Tiffany was great. Oh, if you would have told me two episodes ago that I Tiffany was my number two, that I would be like considering strongly because ultimately in all of this, Tiffany never even had a target on her back. And I think that speaks not only to her social game, but to her strategic game as well. And then Xander chooses to give both of his advantages to her. Now I understand that's because Evie's a bigger target, but that might be a credit to Tiffany's pre-merge play. Yeah. So I have been so harsh on tiffany but these have been a fantastic couple of episodes for her and she her stock is climbing for me again and i know i've already said she can't win but yeah you know I, i'm gonna i'll just spoil it 
it, a hint that Tiffany is not the person I think can't win the game right I, now. I agree. I change. I have someone else there. For worst player, I have Liana for flipping on Yase way too quickly, trusting Shan way too much. She misplayed her advantage in kind of what was like an obvious ploy. Now, granted, she voted correctly. I'll give her credit for that. Like once she did all these bad things, she committed and got someone voted out, you know, that she wanted to. She was part of the vote. She was part of the plan, but she should not necessarily have been there. It might work out for her. But I, I just think going like that way was the wrong move for her. I agree with Liana, but I have a very specific reason for it. And it goes back to something that I mentioned earlier with saying this is a credit to Deshaun and Danny for being able to steer the target off of Nasir. Liana just last episode says that she wants to start making moves for herself. Okay, and you want and you want to put on like the, the big girl pants and you want to make waves in Survivor. That means when you have the knowledge is power advantage, you say, I'm driving this vote tonight. I'll get us through it. She should have targeted Nasir. And if you're looking at that big overarching gender split, that would also work for her as well. And I don't think that she was thinking about that nearly so much. Go after Nasir. That way you preserve old Yasa. You can preserve those lines. You can weaken the Luvu alliance. You can get a physical threat out of the game. And you can assert yourself and say, this vote was mine. So... She said she wants her moment. She wants this time. And then she just kind of picked the wrong target, in in my opinion. Yep. Maybe things happened out there that I didn't see, but based on the edit we got, she should have targeted Nasir. And Agreed. I think that her her new alliance and her old alliance would have had no choice but to go with her on that. Yeah, she really let Shan just, I don't want to say like brainwash, but just lead her down the, the incorrect path for herself. Uh, just because of that i i think it it was basically just a one sentence conversation of shan saying hey there's going to be blood whatever this time it's one of your people next time it's going to be one of my people or someone else's if someone tells you that don't believe it like yes that might in theory be true but maybe not have it be your person first have it be your person next time and granted shan can't really have anybody spill blood because ricard is safe but in general, someone says, oh, you should spill blood first, or you're such. It's like, why? Why can't you do it first? You have more people if yeah. you're talking about Luvu. Um, even though Shan is ua, but, you know, whatever. I know. Yes, I, I do agree that uh, I put Leon as uh, the worst blood of the episode. Uh, I was kind of teetering on Shan a little bit, too, just because of the one big moment of her blowing up Liana's advantage. Because without that, none of this trickle-down would have actually happened. Didn't actually go with it uh, for her just because she doesn't end up in a terrible spot. Yeah, but fine. she could have been in a better spot uh, if she went to done that. There, sure. would, there could have been a lot more pieces to play with. Okay, so now... Who is going next? After all this chaos, uh, 11 people left the game. Who is going next? So I want to just say I don't feel great about this because I feel that even with this vote tonight, we don't necessarily have strong lines drawn pretty much anywhere. There's still a lot of advantages floating around, and who knows what the what next wacky thing Jeff and company are going to throw into the game to you know make Survivor more convoluted than it needs to be. I'm going to say Evie. I don't feel great about it, but there are still enough people in that majority cohort to gang up on old Yasa if they want, and I'm going to assume that they're not going to target Tiffany, uh, just because maybe they think that she's less of a threat. Xander still has his idol. I'm going to assume Tiffany gives it back, so I'm going to say he can't go home. I also think that Shan and Nasir also couldn't go home because they still have their idols. Evie. I don't know why, but this doesn't feel like the exit point of someone on Yasa yet. I think it's still a couple of votes away for some reason. I don't know why, um, but because of that, 
I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm actually going to stick with the same person I've said for a couple of episodes now and go with Erica. I think that there's still going to be a little bit remorse for what happened this episode uh, and her burning the, uh, the other people on her tribe. And maybe it's because there's a lot of confusion and there's still idols out there and no one knows where it's going to be played. So maybe it's a safe vote to go for Erica here. I don't know. I just feel that way. So I like to always go with the safest, most logical, non-crazy prediction. That's what I like to do because if I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, something crazy happened. I win either way, usually, unless, you know, advantage getting. Uh, I'm going with Evie because of everything Derek just said. If everything stays the way it is, we get like a 4-4 split between Evie and Xander. Xander plays the idol. Boom, he's safe. Evie goes home. I think it's just the simple pick is Evie. That's not great. Because uh, she's my pick in uh, one uh, one of our leagues, uh, one of our one of, one, of my, one of my Survivor fantasy leagues. She's my pick, so I don't want to see her go. So let's hope not. But uh, I think it's Abby. Now, last question we have to ask: Who cannot win? I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep on <laughs> keep on the same name I've had for a while now and stick with Heather. I almost forgot her name. Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a multitude of other like players that you might be able to throw out there just because of bad gameplay. But I'm still just gonna go with the the good old edit. Who knows who Heather even is? Uh, even if she makes it to the end, she ain't gonna be winning. So going with her. Trying to ignore the edit as best as I can. I'm gonna go with Liana because she just burned all of Yase bad. And now everyone in the majority alliance besides Shan doesn't really trust her, or they shouldn't at least. I'm just gonna say Liana. I'm going to go with Erica, and I'm going to say this because since this merge has happened, she spent two days away, so she might have connection with old Luvu. A lot of that's not good because she was over-strategizing, and she hasn't had nearly so much time to talk with, with Yasa or Ua, where, I mean, you know, Shan wouldn't vote for Erica in a final three. I, I don't, At least I don't think. So based on social bonds and time alone, I'm going to say Erica. Erica cannot win. All right, and that's this episode. Yeah, we did it, guys. Yeah. Let's hope it's you know better next time. There's a lot fewer advantages out there, so yeah. it could be. So what do we lose? We lose an extra vote. We lose the knowledge mm-hmm. power. The hourglass thing is off the table now, but we still got three idols in play, and I and a steal a vote and an extra, extra vote. vote. Yeah, I, I still there's still too many advantages. <laughs> like to be completely honest, but we burned the worst one. There, there's at least normal advantages yeah. now. Like three idols is not unheard of. Like we've seen that before, and it's fine when there's three three yeah. tribes. Uh, a couple of extra votes here and there, whatever. It's much more tolerable now, and most importantly, knowledge power is gone. Let's hope it stays that way. Here's the thing: is I'm I'm curious if there's other things planned for the post merge about introducing. Oh, a hundred percent. There's gonna be. Oh no, we're gonna do fire making every week. No more votes or something. I don't know. <laughs> the whatever. monster, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But here's an hourglass. Whoever won fire making actually lost fire making. Oh my god. It was a fire unmaking challenge. Yeah. You first Ooh. one to put it out. So here's hoping that just like in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, we accidentally destroy all the time turners and we never see that again. Beautiful. Spoilers. Uh, so, fingers crossed. You can follow us on Twitter at CastawayPod. You can read our blog posts that we will be posting on our website, thecastawayconsultants.com. Yep. Okay. You can tell I know what I'm talking about. You know, I may know everything about Survivor, but I don't know, I don't know anything about the internet. I mean, that that is fair. Yeah. What is internet? I still use uh, Internet Explorer. Yeah. The, the, down, the, the default browser. Yep. yep. Yeah. On my Windows 95 computer. <laughs> I actually edit on a Windows 95. Like, fun fact. There you go. I'm recording this on a Windows 95 right now. That's, yeah. Dial up, dude. <laughs> um, anything else, guys? I'm excited to go into next week. No, I don't think so. Um, all right. This has been the Casper Consultants. Got nothing else for you. Good night.